Journey with St. Paul, brought to you by the Greek Orthodox Christian Society. In this special 10 podcast series, Journey with St. Paul, the Greek Orthodox Christian Society takes you on a journey with the Apostle who evangelized the gospel of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles over the course of three missionary journeys from Jerusalem to Antioch and to Rome. This is The Journey with St. Paul. We begin a series on the Apostle Paul in the lead-up to the Feast of St. Peter and Paul. St. Peter, as we know, did more than any other Apostle over 30 years to spread the Gospel throughout the Roman Empire. Today, we begin by looking at St. Paul's background. Saul, who was to become the Apostle Paul, was born in the city of Tarsus, which was the capital of Cilicia, a Roman province in the southern eastern part of Asia Minor, or what today we call Turkey. It was a city that was distinguished for the wealth of its inhabitants. It was a cosmopolitan city, and it was a Hellenized city, a major centre of philosophy, rhetoric and classical education. It had the third most reputable university in the Roman Empire after Athens and Alexandria. It was also a free city as it was granted its freedom by Caesar Augustus as a reward for helping Rome in one of its battles. And so all the citizens of Tarsus were Roman citizens. And as Roman citizens, they had rights and privileges, like having the right to be tried at Rome if they were accused of a crime. St. Paul was to use this right towards the end of his life, writing most of his letters to various churches while under house arrest in Rome. We know that Saul was a Roman citizen, and we know that he was brought up in a wealthy and educated environment. Living in Tarsus, he would have had a classical education and would have known how to speak and write in Greek, which he effectively uses later when he preaches in Athens and throughout the Roman Empire which had become a Greco-Roman Empire. But most of all, Saul was a devoted Jew, as he himself says in Galatians, and I advanced in Judaism beyond many of my contemporaries in my own nation, being more exceedingly zealous for the traditions of my fathers. He was from the tribe of Benjamin, and unlike the poor fishermen Andrew, Peter, James and John, He belonged to the ruling class of Israel. He also belonged to the strictest sect of Judaism, which was the Pharisees. So Saul was a Jew, a Roman and a Greek. The ideal combination for the apostle who more than anyone else would bring the message of Christ to the Greco-Roman world. When Paul set out on his first journey, the number of Christians were small. But 30 years later, Christianity had spread throughout the civilised world and we can safely say that Paul's missionary journeys changed the course of history. When Saul was about 13 years old, he went to Jerusalem to study under the famous Jewish teacher of the law, Gamaliel. Two of his fellow students were Stephanus, later the first Christian martyr, and Barnabas, who later was to travel with him on their first missionary journey. Saul had probably returned back to Tarsus during Christ's ministry and so he missed out on Christ's teachings, crucifixion and resurrection. As a devout Jew, he was waiting for the Messiah 
And like all Jews, he was expecting the Messiah to be a heroic figure whose enemies would not be able to prevail over him. So when he returned to Jerusalem and witnessed the growth of a community around a Messiah called Jesus, who had been overcome by his enemies and even crucified, it outraged and scandalised him. That is why, as he writes later in one of his letters, that he persecuted the church of God beyond measure and tried to destroy it. And in the book of Acts, we learn that Paul made havoc of the church entering every house and dragging off men and women and committing them to prison. And that is why we did not hesitate to encourage the stoning of his fellow student Stephanos. And that is why he sought permission to extend the persecution of the first Christian community beyond Jerusalem to Damascus, because many Christians had fled to that city because of what Paul was doing in Jerusalem. Paul was determined to wipe them out, to bring them back to Jerusalem and to imprison them. He could never have imagined what was to happen on the road to Damascus. The hunter was being hunted down. The persecutor was being pursued by God. God was about to take the zeal that Saul had against Christianity and turn it around for Christianity. It is true that God can transform evil into a source of virtue and to direct it towards good. Only God can do this and make good come out of evil. God can bring good out of the evil that is around us as well. He makes good spring up from bad situations. He shines light where there is only darkness. His ability to do so surpasses our wildest imagination. The question is, how can we allow God to act in our lives in this way? How can we let God turn the bad things we experience into sources of good? How can we let God transform our weaknesses into strengths? Just as Christ transformed the cross from an instrument of pain, suffering and shame to a source of life and victory over death and sin, so he can transform our natural habits that incline us towards evil and turn them around for the good of others and ourselves. The fathers of the church advise us in the case of anger to redirect this passion and to use it to fight our own sins and passions rather than hurting and fighting others. With the grace of God, our weaknesses can be transformed into something useful for the church and for others. And so, in Paul's case, God transformed his fanatical zeal for the faith of his fathers to wholehearted devotion to Christ and uncompromising dedication to the truth. We will see later on in his travels and interactions how often fellow Christians would waver and seek to compromise the truth of the gospel and the church, and how St. Paul's character, strength and determination helped him to remain firm and immovable in regards to the truth and the freedom we all have in Christ, even if he ended up offending others. In the next podcast, we will see how Saul, the great persecutor of Christians, was conquered by Christ to become Christianity's greatest defender and apostle.
We hope you've enjoyed this instalment of Journey with St. Paul. To keep up with the upcoming episodes in this special podcast series, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or at orthodoxjourney.com.